0: Well, hi, and welcome to another episode of Bill Selick Talks. My name is Bill Selick. This is me talking. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little about AI and education and how I'm using it. More of just kind of a check in. Hey, Bill, what are you doing? This is this is that episode. So I'm going to talk exclusively about ChatGPT, um, although there's there's a variety of other ways that I'm playing around and, and trying to figure out and learning how we might use these different tools called AI. In the educational space uh, but let's just focus on chat GPT because I don't want this to take hours because um, l- by the time we actually finish it there'll be something new so I use chat GPT to help me take my greatest strengths and build on them and my worst traits and make them good all right so let's break apart the first one mostly because it's more fun we can talk about how I'm great To start things off so one of the things that i pride myself on is the ability to come up with many many ideas to think outside the box to like to if someone says what if i can just run with that um someone once i didn't realize they were being um i don't know facetious or like like clearly not being literal but they're like here's a list of post-it notes i want you to come up with 100 ideas and uh, and you have 10 minutes, go. And so everyone in the room is writing ideas on like, what if was, you know, like looking at like, what are the possi- possibilities of our school um, over the next five years, right? St- strategic planning. And uh, and I I literally had, I don't know, literally, I had more than 80 Post-it notes, maybe about 100 Post-it notes, but it was just like, go for it. Um, and I, I've heard people share, similar strengths. And this isn't just Bill bragging time, but uh, when people share the idea that, Hey, I can really come up with ideas, you know, titles for blog posts or conference proposals or like trips or classes for kids or whatever. I'm great at that. I don't need AI to help me with that. And I've actually found that because This comes so naturally to me and I have so much practice of this and I'm just really good at it that actually the idea of using chat GPT to come up with ideas to brainstorm just like multiplies that by 10 for me. At least I can, um, you know, in like a a simple prompt, let's go with like a really obvious easy one that's not particularly creative. You know, like what's the name of this podcast episode going to be? Well, I'm going to grab a summary of I'm going to create a summary based off of a transcript of this. So this is me talking right now. I'm talking in real time. You're listening to me talking. I'm going to run this through Headliner app. They acquired uh, a, a transcriber company called Eddy, E-D-D-Y. They're my favorite way to get a transcript. It's reliable. It removes ums. Uh, it's just, it continues to get better and better. So I'm going to grab that transcript, throw it in the chat GPT, get a summary. And that's likely going to get me pretty close to what the podcast description will be. And then, here's the point of this story, I will ask for five ideas for a title. And I already have a few going. I might have a couple bad puns along the way in this episode. And often, the the way I've kind of trained, not kind of, the way I have trained ChatGPT when I'm doing blog posts is to grab those puns and turn those into titles. And because I've done this for more than 10 blog posts, I'm getting really good at, at, well, I don't know, I'm getting good. I'm getting good at prompting, but also ChatGPT is getting really good at like that first draft is pretty close. So I'm asking for like five ideas for a title, depending on how I'm feeling that particular day. I may ask for SEO optimized or just a a particularly creative or pun uh, filled title. I'll take those five. Don't like any of them, give me five more. I like this one, but I like this part of it and I don't like that part. Give me five more based on this idea. Be sure and keep these two words. Got five more of there. All right, I like this one. This is closer, but something's off. Give me five more ideas. And I'll do that and I'll just work in batches of five. And in less than a minute, I have like 25, uh, certainly creative eye-catching-ish blog post titles. And then it's up to me to take all of that content and be like, that's the one. That's the one that fits my style. That's the one that fits um, this topic. Maybe that's the SEO optimized-ish one. Um, I tend to not make decisions based on that for better and worse. But typically I would come up with like one or two ideas and like kind of think through it and it's been just a particularly exhausting day. It's going to be not particularly creative and I'll just post it anyway. But this way um, I have this like thinking partner that can come up with ideas super, super fast and doesn't get frustrated with me at all. Um, So I love it for that, like building on that strength. Um, I I would encourage and challenge any of you listening that find that that like part of your essence and identity is that you are a particular creative person in a particular way. Um, If you're like, oh, I don't need to use like an AI chat bot to help with generative text for this thing because I'm good at it, I've got it. Um, Grab like your greatest strength and actually use that. And I I think you're going to be kind of blown away by how much more creative you become, how much quicker you can move from like vague idea to like final draft very, very quickly. So that's the best part, right? And, and I've heard different like leadership books and suggestions of like, build on your biggest strengths and your biggest weaknesses and kind of let all the middle stuff, whatever. So this is a similar idea. So like the worst of the worst. So either things I don't like, things I know nothing about or things that I'm just genuinely bad at. So let's go through some of these. Things that I don't like. I don't enjoy writing emails. Does anyone else love them? Or are you like, oh my gosh, I love getting to my office and just like going through a 100 emails, sorting them, replying to them, uh, circling back to people that haven't replied yet. Like, I don't know anyone that, that loves this genuinely. If you do, awesome. But most, I think every educator I know is just like, eh. So I have an ongoing chat in chat GPT. And for me, this part is critical to not do a new chat each and every time. I started off the first one saying, you're going to help me. There's nothing to stop here. S-I-R-I just responded to me on the HomePod Ah start off by saying, you know, you're, you're going to help me write emails. Um, I want you to learn my style. And each time I do a final draft, I will share the final draft so you can better learn my style. I didn't get much fancier than that. I know there's more prompt engineering that could have gotten me here quicker, but just was like, you're here to help me with emails. And after the first one, I went into the sidebar, grabbed the pencil and changed it to email help. And that's what that chat is. So every time I write an email, um, if it's more than just a couple sentences i'll actually open up chat gpt and do one of two things if i have a draft mostly set out i'll paste it in and ask for help just like give me a give me another draft of this make it better sometimes i say better sometimes i say more concise sometimes i ask for suggestions and inevitably i get an email that is clearer shorter and better earlier in the chat it wasn't my style at all. It was like pretty heavily editing. It was like, this, this is fine, but it doesn't sound like me. And so what I would do earlier on is I would edit it pretty heavily, send off the email, and then paste it. And here is my favorite trick. When I paste it, I say, here's the final draft. Please use it to better learn my style. Paste, send. And inevitably I get, thanks, this is a great email and concise and yada yada. I will use it to learn your style. And so, you know, fast forward 50 emails. What I can do now is actually instead of giving it a draft, I can just say like the audience, the tone, and then just like bullet points or sentence fragments. So what would be a good example? Reaching out about recording a podcast for our school. So I want to reach out to, let's say, Jamie and Vanessa. And I'm like, uh, you know, email to two colleagues about the next episode of our school podcast. Bullet point this, bullet point that, bullet point confirm Friday, whatever the date is, um, return. Like notes, n- not even coherent notes that I would take for myself like in the notes app. And sure enough, there's an entire email about the length I want, my tone, my style, and mostly gets it right. Like fills a whole lot of the blanks. Uh, And from there, I can take that. And so I go from like these sentence fragments that, you know, I I have the idea and it's been 20 seconds of typing out these sentence fragments or bullet points. Can we call them unordered lists instead of bullet points? I don't like the, we call them bullet points. That's weird. Um, In HTML markup, it's called unordered lists. I think we should run with that, not the point. The point is I can go from an unordered list of like sentence fragments that aren't super coherent into a super coherent, professional, matching my style email in under a minute. And it'll be like, reading it will take more than a minute, (laughs) and I've written it in less than a minute. Uh, And so it's great for editing. It's great for those lists. And the big, big thing with this is to always share your final draft so that your style gets refined over time. Other things that take me a long time. Writing blog posts. You may have noticed I've been doing a lot more blogging in the last six months, and that's because I'm taking transcripts from podcast episodes and getting a draft of a blog post. So similar idea, podcast version, blog post version. And I'm taking that from the transcript using eddy.headliner.com, E-D-D-Y, Eddie, to get the transcript to throw in a chat GPT And again, after about 10 podcast episodes, it is very close to my style. The last time I did it, it actually was like minimal editing. It was about the right length, about the right tone. The topic was right because it was my voice, my podcast, my thoughts. It wasn't just kind of hallucinating ideas or topics. Um, A a different kind of version I've done that is um, I just did a blog post about writing a shell script, which I didn't even know was a thing. You can essentially write a program in text edit, just like the Notepad app, save it as a shell, .sh instead of .txt. There's some code to type into Terminal so that it can be an executable file, and then you just run it. So you can run it by pasting in code to run it in Terminal, or you can just say, run this program on a button in Stream Deck. And that was the whole point, is I actually wanted to turn a light on, a smart light, a Wi-Fi enabled light, using Stream Deck with a button. And it wasn't working. Stream Deck uh, Control Center, or the Elgato Control Center, was not working. Um, like one out of 30 times it would appear in the Control Center. And so I was Googling it, got stuck. Um asked ChatGPT, and ChatGPT actually helped me write two programs, an on, turn the light on script, and a turn the light off script. And I had all the steps of it. What my initial question was, are steps along the way, how I'm using it. Just took all of that and said, turn this into a 300-word blog post for a couple of reasons, because I'm just trying to blog more. Uh, but also, this particular workflow wasn't shared there's like Windows versions, but not Mac OS versions. So this particular workflow will work. So if someone else types in Elgato Keylight Air, not connecting to Control Center, hopefully, I'm raising my hand here, my blog post will pop up. They'll be like, whoa! And, and hopefully the intro's solid enough that if they're not a professional coder, they'll read that I am not a professional coder. And they'll be like, all right, all right, let's try this. We, I, I think, I think we can do this. And they might actually get their light working with a shell script and activated by Stream Deck. So that was a blog post, but it wasn't me starting with just a blank screen, which is a tough way, uh, mostly time-wise, but also just like I don't feel motivated or compelled to knock out a blog post. Podcasting, yes. Blog posts, no. So to go from a chat to a blog post is great. To go from a podcast to a blog post, also great. The other thing that, so I, I kind of gave you like some things I'm not great at. Uh, I talked previously about writing an app that manages our school's traffic and gives me real-time data using Xcode. It's a legit iOS app. I just added a widget that, that is wrong, but it is a widget. It's a widget on my phone that I wrote with the help of ChatGPT, um, despite not knowing how to write code. I have made this, so that's like all these skills, all this expertise I just don't have. I even wrote a Discord bot. I play a silly little Star Wars game, um, Galaxy of Heroes, on my phone that I love, and um, people use Discord bots to to help out with very specific like strategies, and I wrote one. Um, so all these things like save time, effort, and thought, all of these particular skills around coding in particular are things like I could not imagine doing these things previously without chat GPT or without generative text. Um, so that's kind of the, the skills bucket. I kind of gave you a non-answer. I said like the things I'm best at and the things I'm worst at. So to answer that prompt that I gave myself, one of the things I'm worst at is responding via email in a timely professional way when I have a a very emotional response. And so um, in the past week, there was an email that was just like, are you kidding me? Like this, this is what you are like, You, you sent me this email. And I was like, I was genuinely like really upset by it, but also wanted to respond soon, like within the hour before like other people responded and it got out of control. But I knew if I just responded, I would be like, I don't even want to like say it out loud, but just like, this is ridiculous. You are being ridiculous. Like, no, the answer is no. No, you do not get this thing. Um, hopefully that's vague enough. But I basically just went to my email thread and said, here's the email I just got. I want to respond professionally. I'm really frustrated by this email, almost like in a therapeutic way. Like I'm super frustrated and angry and like I need to not respond via email in and angry way and got <laughs> and got like a couple different I asked for a couple different versions of it um, and got one like again within five minutes I went from just like ah this email I know you've gotten them I know you have to actually a professional appropriate yet firm response um so if you ever if you find yourself kind of struggling with that that version um Boy, I was I was surprised that I could actually pull that off. So yeah, feel free to take any of those. Either like your your best best, particularly for you, creative friends. I know you're there. The things you just can't do that you want to do that you wish you had the talent to do. Um, this also includes doing art, like with Dolly, which is now baked into Chat GPT using Mid Journey. Um, I tend to be really good at taking photos at editing videos and doing like creative visuals that way, but not with like a pen and paper or with ink or like illustrator drawing stuff. Just like, it looks like my talent stopped in first grade with stick figures, essentially when it came to like drawing with my hands. But now I can do that. So I would put that in the bucket of like stuff I don't have expertise in and haven't developed expertise in. And I probably am not gonna spend the time to learn how to write an iOS app from scratch right? All of those buckets of like expertise I wish I had in the bucket of like the things I'm not good at and the things I don't like. Writing emails, writing emails when I have an emotional response, writing emails for um, prompts that I am not a fan of. It's um, so like your you're best best and your worst worst and you're just, I'm not good at these things. Um, those are the things I've been working on. So if you have any... Um, this is such a lame way to end a podcast, but I genuinely am curious if some of this resonated and you're like, yes, and I also do this. I would love to hear about like your tweak on this, your take on this. Oh, I totally do that for when I'm super creative about this thing. And I do it this way, or I do it that way. Um, Similarly with like these skills that you just don't have, whether it's building an app or creating beautiful artwork with mid journey, or just things you're very, bad at or things you very much don't like you're like oh i hate doing this in my job and i can just knock it out super fast using this prompt um i would love to hear about those because all of this is so so new and it's moving so so quickly that i think we just need to continue to share what we're doing what is working what isn't working so this is my attempt at sharing um, what's really working for me and it tends to be on the extremes of things I really love doing. And I'm very good at things. I really dislike doing or things I'm very bad at. So that's what I got for you this week. Uh, keep playing around with AI and education. It is an amazing time to be in education these days. My name is Bill Selleck. This has been me talking.